Hey, welcome to the Maybe You're Like Me podcast with me, Mike Burns. Listen, I know we're all more alike than we care to think. We've all got dreams, we've all got hopes, but sometimes we can feel a little alone trying to navigate in this crazy world we live in. So this podcast is all about you and it's all about me and how maybe we're a little more alike than we care to think. Welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. On today's episode, we are talking to Tanner Olson. Tanner is an amazing poet, and maybe you know him under the moniker at written to speak on Instagram. He is an encouraging and awesome guy. You're going to love this episode with our new friend, Tanner Olson. Tanner, thank you so, so much for being here. Welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. How are you doing today, man? Dude, I am just happy to be here. It's good to finally meet you. Yeah, uh, we've messaged back and forth online a few times, and so it's fun to finally get to talk face-to-face via the internet, but still getting to talk face-to-face, um, and this is this is a lot of fun. So uh, on the podcast, this is Maybe You're Like Me, and so I'm trying to meet different people, people like you that are doing some really cool things, and uh, mm-hmm. get to know them a little bit beyond maybe what you could see on the internet. And so... Um, for, there's people out there that maybe haven't bumped into you yet and don't know who you are. So give us the rundown. Who is Tanner? I'm just a guy. I am. Oh, okay. I'm well, just a guy. Just I'm, we'll I'm, go I'm, and close <laughs> this podcast out. And that's end. that. Great to meet you all. We'll see you all later. Uh, no, I, I mean, I'm an, I, I say that I'm an author and a poet and a speaker because of the, those are the things that I do. So I get to, I write for a living. I get to travel around the country and share poetry and tell stories and deliver messages of hope for students and churches and just anybody who has ears and wants to listen. Um, and so it's, it's a lot of fun. I put a lot of things on the internet most days and have a couple of books out and, uh, yeah, but that's really it. Okay. So let's real quick, before we even get into the rest of the podcast stuff, let's talk poetry for a second. Uh, when and where did poetry start for you? How, like what, what turned you on to poetry in the first place? So I have a lot of feelings and, (laughs) uh, you have to do something with those feelings. And I, (laughs) I, I, for the longest time, like in middle school, I wanted to be in a band. Like my favorite band is you found glory, yellow card, Florida based bands. Right. And so like, I wanted to be in a band like that, but I can't sing. I can't play music. Like I play like four chords on the guitar, but they're not good. That's all you need. Um, it is. But I also like, I can't sing. Like I can't even have like a, a punk rock singing voice. Like it's just so bad. <laughs> so I was just kind of left to writing. Um, and so I just started writing in middle school and then all throughout high school, I would write a little bit here and there. And then after college is really when I was like, I think this is something that I would like to pursue. Like I didn't go to school for writing. I still don't really know where a comma goes. Semicolon really (laughs) freaks me out. But like for, but like, I just, I love to put, um, words down and, and it's something that you can like hold in your hand and carry with you throughout the day. Like something honest, something hopeful, um, and something that's true. So that's kind of the stuff that I write, um, more like memoir style poetry, but also storytelling as well. Yeah. So I am, uh, like self-diagnosed a little bit dyslexic. And so like reading things, it's, uh, it's always been tougher for me. And so, uh, I can like, I have a, a memory of in college, the only time that I've ever really connected with poetry, or it was the first time that I ever really connected with poetry was, um, hearing, uh, what my English lit teacher talking about a, a poet named Langston Hughes. I don't know if you know him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and well, I don't like, know him, know him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just like hearing about uh, his poetry and then like actually reading it and it has like a rhythm to it and you can feel, uh, what he was feeling. Mm-hmm. And so I think if like people like you who have the ability to like put emotion and feeling and like help people connect via poetry, that's insane. And it's so cool that you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Well, Langston Hughes is a fantastic, I've, I've read through a bunch of his stuff and every time I read it, he's one of those poets that you're like, oh, I wish that I could be <laughs> this good. Yeah. You know, it's just really yeah. good. Like there's a couple like, uh, Mary Oliver's another one, uh, for yeah. me who I just, I really, uh, I think her work is fantastic. Uh, and there's a bunch of other poets that we could talk about, but that's kind of how I felt about it too, is like, as I read it and as I write it, 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 there's like this connection. And so I do a lot of stuff like with churches and it's poetry is different. It's not a sermon. It's not a song, but it's kind of somewhere in between that, that kind of holds those together. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I think it like, there's a need for it. And I don't know. I, 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 it's just what I do. I can't help but do it. You know? (laughs) 
All right. So here's another thing I like about you. So, and we'll talk about this in a second, but uh, the only view of you outside of this conversation that I've ever had is your Instagram. And so Mm -hmm. uh, the thing that I like about your Instagram, and uh, we can talk more about uh, what it means to like how we present ourselves online in a second. But the thing I like about your Instagram uh, is you are just full of hope and joy, it seems like. And uh, that if, uh, if nothing else, that seems what you're trying to spread. And so sometimes poetry can be like a weighty thing, but it seems like everything about you is just trying to like promote hope and joy. And I'm a big fan of that, especially in a season like this one where we're uh, talking about a lot of joy and a lot of hope. So, yeah, um, well, life is just a, it's a heavy thing. I, yeah, I hope that's what people get a, get when they come across my my feed is that they come there and they leave a little bit more hopeful. Not that it's like shoved down or like this. It's not this like you have to choose joy message. It's more of like a here's something I've learned. Maybe you need it today too. Well, even like just small things, like you do a little doodles on your coffee. Um, and that's a a weird (laughs) sentence that I don't think I've ever said before. Weird doodles on your coffee, but you just do like little happy faces on your coffee most every day. And it's just like, Oh, this is a good guy. So yeah, I try to be man. I try. It's my, it's somebody once said, Oh, that's your shtick. And I was like, all right, I'll take it. That's what I do. I can't help but do it. Yeah. Listen, I don't know if shtick has a bad connotation, but that's it a compliment. Man. <laughs> if it I is, like it. then we can, we can bleep that out. <laughs> yeah. No, you're good. The, all right. So let's get to that. So like, if we're going to get past the internet stuff of you, uh, mm-hmm. we got to start with the internet stuff of you. So uh, let's just start with yeah. like written to speak. Um, like mm-hmm. if somebody, uh, gets on your, your Instagram there, what are they going to see? Who is, what's the tanner they're going to see there? Yeah, I think they're going to get a a glimpse of who I am because it's really hard to portray your full self on the internet. Um, yeah, absolutely. But like, I'll I'll give you the things that I have learned, the things that I know to be true, the things that I've wrestled with, the things I've struggled with, and you're going to have to read a lot because it's a lot of a lot of <laughs> words that I put out there. Um, but everything that I post, there's this undertone, or at least hopefully this undertone that 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 hope is real and that you are loved by God. Right. And so like all through it. And I mean, I have people who follow my work that, that don't believe in uh, in God the way that I believe in God or way that we believe in Jesus. But it is something honest and hopeful and true. And so I hope that what they they get when they come to me is someone that they can trust and someone who's learning and someone who can be genuine. Um, but the side that they probably don't see is like I write poetry, but I make a lot of jokes like I've been smiling pretty much this whole podcast. And, you know, there are some <laughs> days where I don't smile because depression but like there's sure. other days where i'm like really truly like just happy to be here um and so like when i do live events and shows like i'm gonna you're gonna laugh you're gonna cry and you 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 might enjoy it you know so it's like one of those couple of things but yeah it's hard it is i mean maybe you felt the same way too but it's it's hard to really show others who you are fully on the internet and i think and i don't think we're we're supposed to do that. It's just so hard to do. But um, like if you were, if we were, you know, neighbors, you would get a different side of me and be like, Oh, you write poetry. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot <laughs> yeah. of, uh, I love finding people that are just multifaceted. So like everybody's getting mm-hmm. a different view of you and uh, not everybody's seeing the full picture all the time. Honestly, for myself, sometimes I'm not even getting the full picture of myself. My wife will hand me a granola bar and be like, Hey, you're hangry right now. So you need to, uh, and I didn't even realize change, it. Change it up, buddy. Change it up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, yeah, no one's seeing the full picture, but it's fun to like, like get to meet somebody and maybe mm-hmm. see a different side, a different angle. And so, um, actually that brings us to kind of like, we do things in rounds here and this is the first date round. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you you already got your coffee there. Let's call this a coffee day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you were, you were prepared for this moment. All right. So these are just like fun first date questions to get to know you a little bit better. Now, um, in the normal, uh, normal person's day-to-day schedule, there's three meals. Uh, if you're an elf, maybe you've got a few more in there, but what is your favorite meal of the day? Are you a breakfast, lunch, or dinner guy? Yes, breakfast, breakfast. <laughs> breakfast? I, oh, yeah. I want, I want, I want breakfast for every single meal. Like I don't, I don't really need anything else. I want breakfast. So yeah. just breakfast. So I got in an interesting fight with one of my good friends the other day. Um, we were in a big group chat. There's three or four couples that uh, we were in a group chat with. And uh, we were trying to figure out we're doing uh, a mixture of friend Thanksgiving and Christmas. We're calling it uh, friend miss or something like that. Thanks, miss. I don't Great. remember. Um, and so works, I was works. like, yeah, I was like, I don't want to do more turkey or more ham or whatever. Um, I want right. to like, like, let's mix it up. And so I was like, you guys want to do like Mexican food or do you want to do breakfast? And he got like genuinely upset. He's like, we are not doing breakfast. And I was like, whoa, 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 oh. bud. And he he dug in pretty hard. 
but I oh, I am on your team. That's a wound. Give me there is a wound. Me, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I think I might. Wound. I'm going to get him for secret Santa and get him some therapy uh, sessions or something. Yeah. Who hurt or a you? Waffle that maker. You? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, so okay, if it's if it's breakfast all day for you, what is your favorite breakfast? Okay, I'm going to go with two because if I'm saying breakfast all day, people are like, what sure. about like fried chicken, which is my absolutely favorite food. So I want chicken and waffles at some points. Right. Yeah. However, all day. I'm not eating that for I'm not eating that. For, not all day for me. I'm not eating that for breakfast because I need to do <laughs> things throughout the day. So I'm going to do that sure. like post post 1130 in the like in the afternoon. Like I'll eat yeah. that for at least brunch. But like, give me the classic breakfast. Okay. Substitute toast. Not that there's anything wrong with toast. Toast sure. is beautiful. It's great. But I'm yeah. substituting toast for a biscuit. Right? Okay. And so it's like, I want, give me some scrambled eggs, maybe over easy. Doesn't matter. Some, okay. some potatoes. I want some okay. more so hash browns. Okay. Big, big hash brown guy. Absolutely. Uh, I can't, there's not enough, not enough room to put it in my bio on Instagram, <laughs> but big hash brown guy. Um, and then like, I want a biscuit. Like, I think I wake up most days being like, you know what would make today better? It's a biscuit. So yeah. What about you? What's like your go-to? Well, first I'm thinking I might name this episode. I want a biscuit. Um, so we'll see (laughs) if that's how this turns out. The, um, uh, breakfast for me. Yeah. Like all the classics, give me uh, a French toast, a, Mm. uh, pancakes. It can't go wrong there. Um, and again, any, Oh, you know, it's actually like a, it's not a, a sleeper hit, but like, give me a good breakfast taco. Um, like with scrambled eggs, bacon, cheese, are yes. we speaking the yes. same language right now? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I could get. Yeah, you're, I'm, I'm ready to start shouting, shouting out some amens and hallelujahs because <laughs> that's that's really all that I want. I, yeah, I I co-sign, retweet, amen to all of this. This is this is beautiful. <laughs> we went to um, my wife and I went to New York uh, a couple weeks ago, and um, there you can get like amazing bagels. I got like the most insanely yeah. good like breakfast bagels, like um, eggs and cheese and bacon. It was just glorious. But we, uh, one day we're like, let's do a fancy brunch. And so we found this like good brunch place. And, mm-hmm. uh, I asked the guy, I was like, should I get the pancakes or the French toast? And uh, he goes, Oh, you should really try the French toast. And so like, when you think like go to a restaurant and grab French toast, what, what are you thinking? It's like, like what's coming on that plate? Triangles, right? Yeah. It is like six triangles Yeah, and it's, it's this beautiful Brown and there's butter and there's powdered sugar. Absolutely. And I, they bring out like a, a handle of syrup. It is like a fifth of syrup, right? They're just like, the, we're going to get you syrup drunk. Like right I now. Just, I just realized I, I shouldn't ask a poet to uh, like describe something they love so much because you just want to do like true. beautiful soliloquy on, on what it is to eat French toast. Oh, but, yeah. About to go <laughs> off on French toast, man. <laughs> but okay. What, so so like, what did it come out as? Okay. So it came out as this like two inch thick, um, like mm. square of, and like, mind you, it was fantastically delicious. Oh yeah. But like I wanted like six of those. And so it was, yeah. it was great. But I was like, oh, come on, give me some more. And so I ordered so a bunch of bacon. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was no, like, yeah, give me. No, that's, that's really good. Yeah. I really enjoy uh, lunch and dinner too. Don't get me wrong. Uh, if you could see, uh, like I, I've eaten some breakfast in my day and I've eaten some lunch and dinner too. But yeah, give me some breakfast, I please. A, I am a good eater. I, yeah. I, I have nothing against, I have nothing against breakfast or dinner, nothing against lunch, but. I usually just want breakfast. I'm a yeah. simple, I'm a pretty simple guy. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think breakfast is a pretty simple thing to go with. Like, yeah. Why, why is your French toast so fancy? Like what happened to yeah. the triangles? Nothing's wrong with yeah, the triangle. Just, it's a great shape. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's fantastic. It doesn't need to be two, two inches. Th- it was ridiculous. So, all right. So that, uh, yeah. yeah, that's a good, uh, good first, uh, thing. Uh, we could go grab a uh, brunch or breakfast together and, and make it, Deal. I don't need a fancy. Just give me, give me some pancakes. All right. So, um, Please. Uh, moving up. Uh, okay. So you said, uh, we talked a little bit before you are in Nashville. Uh, I'm in mm-hmm. Lakeland here. And so if you could spend a weekend in any non, uh, Nashville city, where are you going for a uh-huh. weekend? It's a good question. Um, I, I'm probably going to give the wrong answer, but it's not the wrong answer. It's still a right answer, but there's a lot sure. of answers to go with this, but probably as yeah. we talk and be like, you know what I should have said, but <laughs> we've been talking about breakfast food which okay. just feels very, feels very Southern. And Absolutely. I just, I'm a Southern kind of guy. I mean, I'm from Orlando and people are like, well, that's not the South. And I'm like, that's well, true. let's, let's get out a map and we can define <laughs> it that way. So, but I'm going to go with Savannah, Georgia. We've been there okay. once before and we went in, uh, in January. I don't know which year, but it was a January 
And the food was incredible. The weather was great. We could walk everywhere. There was a lot of dogs. And that just for me is really all that I want in the city. And it like, I mean, so we just ate a bunch of, I had a lot of biscuits that weekend and it was great. So if I'm going there, I'm going to a place that has really, really good food because that's what I want to do that weekend. I want to walk, I want to eat food and I want to watch dogs. That's it. There you go. That's fantastic. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, just to let you know, also, I used to work at Cracker Barrel. Have you ever eaten at a Cracker Barrel? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Oh yeah. You were in, uh, like, did you? Yeah. Oh yeah. We were in, we were in the suburbs, man. We've been to Cracker Barrel many a times. I think most, I think most of the questions I asked when I was in fifth grade was, can we have a plate of biscuits for the table? Like, I feel like we were at Cracker Barrel more than we probably should have been, but yeah. I used to work at Cracker Barrel and, um, I used to like, you could catch me in the back at any point, just like downing biscuits by the fistful. It was you can, so can't good. go wrong with those. And you'd like, so good. they're better with like butter and jelly, but you could just eat those things straight. And so I was going to ask you, what is, what is your, what is your preferred like biscuit topping? Oh, like, I, are you going butter? Me, are you going honey? Going jam? Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> preferred though. Uh, so yeah, give me like a good strawberry preserves, not jelly mm. preserves. Like it's got like the chunks of strawberry in it. That's that's yep. fantastic. What about you? Uh, jelly is a waste. Uh, I'm a big jam guy, <laughs> and just uh, but I I want to do I want I'm gonna have two biscuits obviously. So I'm gonna do obviously. butter and honey, butter and uh-huh. honey on one, and then yeah. blackberry jam on another. Okay, blackberry. So, you fancy? Yeah. You fancy? Uh, well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. You know, say it out loud. But yes, very fancy. Oh yeah. So yeah, you're just eating your, uh, your biscuit, butter and honey, looking at dogs in Savannah. So that's a good weekend for yep. you. <laughs> yeah. Again, <laughs> very, back to that. very, very simple guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One last thing. Um, uh, this one, I, I genuinely, so like, this is the first conversation we've ever had. So I'm, I'm just honestly like really wondering about all these, what the answer is going to be, but what's a movie soundtrack that, you know, from front to back, like, you know, everything on it. Uh, space jam it's oh, it is <laughs> speaking of jam it's not space jelly it's space jam and it is my it's my favorite movie like i have the movie poster is right next to me i have <laughs> space jam i I'm, I'm i kid you not man like i I'm, i told you i'm a very simple person like it's not it's like that's that's for me is that one is up there is is space jam for sure you um, chose well yeah. so and uh oh, yeah I'm, i don't actually i don't even know this how old are you uh, 33. Okay. So, so Space Jam hit us kind of in the same time frame, And, um, yeah. yeah, that was, that movie was, and is phenomenal. So oh, the, you can't go wrong with it. I, yeah, I, uh, big fan. Big, I believe can't I say, can fly can't say a bad thing about it. Basketball yep. Jones. Uh, yeah. Fly like that. an Eagle basketball oh, Jones. Uh, that's the way I like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, you have to listen to it. It's just, it's, I remember. So I remember when I was growing up, we had like a little basketball hoop that hung behind the door. Uh-huh. And I would put that CD on, on the boom box and just crank it. And for the next 45 minutes or an hour, I was just doing really bad dunks, crashing into the wall. Uh, it was a lot of fun. So that was my childhood. And then afterwards we would go to Cracker Barrel and I would ask, can we have a plate of biscuits? Yeah. And then you would slam dunk a biscuit in your mouth. I, that's fantastic. It's all 100%. coming together here. It really <laughs> the, is. Um, Vivid memories. Yeah, for me, it was, uh, and I've talked about this way too much on the podcast, but I'm just going to go ahead and continue to, uh, oh, it was I a goofy know. movie. Yeah. A goofy movie. That's a solid soundtrack. Stand up. What's the, what's the stand, stand out up and then and eye to eye. Yes. I have played that song multiple times just randomly <laughs> throughout. Cause it's just such a good, it's such a good song. The dancing. Oh yes. yeah. The, um, yep. So like a little like nerdy about me that I don't, I actually haven't told on this podcast and I probably shouldn't, I might cut this out. But when I was a kid, I I watched that movie every day for like two months straight, at least once. Mm -hmm. Um, And God bless my parents. But to the point that like I started to write a, like a Christian parody of uh, the songs to them. (laughs) I'm sorry. I almost made you choke and die on your coffee there. The, um, and I like, I, I kind of want to let's see if I can have like, look at my like childhood notebooks and like, um, it, like I was going to be the weird Al of Christians and it, um, thank God it didn't work out. My life took me a different path, but I was ready. So that caught me okay? off guard. I am, but I, I really, 
I really want to know more. I want, I think we need to make this happen. I'll set up the GoFundMe. Let's just, let's make it. Let's make it. Oh, oh man. If you say, you say you watch space or you watch the Goofy movie for like two months. I would, yeah. I, one summer I watched, I would wake up, I would watch Space Jam and then I would go into the front yard and play basketball. Like that was like my morning routine. Yeah. One summer. So I, yeah, my felt bad for my parents too. Cause it was just like, you're listening. You watched this yesterday. Like, you yeah. know how it ends. Yeah. But yeah. The, um, also you can't go wrong. You got Michael Jackson and Bill Murray in one movie. That's, that's a winner right there in the first place. So I think you met Michael Jordan, but yes. And Michael Jackson. He's in there somewhere. I'm pretty sure. Um, or they make a Michael Jackson <laughs> joke. Listen, no one likes your attitude right now. You got me on that one. <laughs> I, uh, the best gift that I was ever given, um, I worked at a camp one summer as the, uh-huh. as a program director and the staff got me a tune squad, Michael Jordan Jersey. Oh and it, man. Like, and I'm a good, I can cry pretty much on cue. And that one like <laughs> caught me off guard. And I was just like, this is the nicest gift that anyone has ever gotten me. So that's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> I love it, man. Um, so yeah, we, uh, first date, fantastic. Just grabbing some biscuits in Savannah, watching dogs and watching I'm space in. gym. Yeah. So, Perfect weekend. um, <laughs> uh, well, let's bring our wives though. Cause if not, this is weird. So, um, yeah, you're in. All right. Sounds good. The, um, I'm in. either way, as long as, <laughs> as long as there's those things there, I'm in. Yeah. All right. It sounds great. All right. So that was the first date round. That was a lot of fun. Um, now we're moving into what I call the slow round. It's uh, where we get a little bit more intentional. It's not as much about, uh, basketball Jones and a little bit more about uh, who you really are. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> it, it all comes back to basketball Jones. Okay. <laughs> sounds good. All right. So you are in a creative field. And so, mm-hmm. um, and so you, you're, and you're constantly putting out like high quality stuff. And so, uh, I don't know if you're like me, uh, this is one that actually I was thinking about for myself. Like you, uh, you're posting stuff every day on Instagram or wherever. And like, even like the, uh, the captions of your posts are like, they're longer than anything I've ever written. And so, <laughs> and like, don't take that. Um, I will. It's, that's not a, a, a slide at all. Like, it's just like, I, I try to write a, a, thing about like we just celebrated our anniversary and i'm like i love my wife a hit period and like i just like it really takes me a second to like like really mm-hmm. like get get the creative side of me flowing so what do you do when you get creatively stuck uh, well I, I will say on that there there are a lot of things that i have shared online that i have shared multiple times so it's not like every single day yeah. it's something brand new there are some things like because it is a lot to to put stuff out and to put out consistently and so i don't share something brand new every single day. Like there are sometimes where I just kind of recycle stuff, but at the same time, and this is what I talk to other creatives about who are like, I just don't have that like that much. I'm like, yeah, but you can share things again and again because your audience is always changing. And the way that the internet works is your audience isn't always seeing those things either. So you Mm -hmm. can like, I have no problem doing that, but it also allows me then to take time to reflect and then to create something new. But when I run into like, writer's block, or even when I'm just, I feel low on inspiration. A couple of things that I I'll do is I will kind of abandon screens for a little while, whether that's, Mm. I'll take our, our dog on our walk and our dog, by the way, his name is pancake. So, um, (laughs) well, I'll take pancake on a walk or I'll, I'll, I'll sit and I'll read for a little bit, or I'll just go to a coffee shop with a pen and a piece of paper. And I'll just try to like write down some ideas or some things. Um, and so for me, it's the, I have to get away from the thing that I want to do so that I can come back and do the thing that I actually want to accomplish. Um, hmm. so putting some space between those things and giving it time, um, as, as yeah. a creative, one of the things that I share again and again is like, you have to give it time, whether that's like the thing that you're writing or the thing that you're working on or the thing that you want to do. Like if you just got to give it a little bit of time, put in, put in some work, uh, every day or as, as often as you can. Yeah. Um, and to take those small faithful steps forward. Um, because I don't know, like there's just it, putting pressure on yourself to write something or to create something. It's just, it doesn't go well for me. And I can't imagine it goes well for a lot of other people either. So giving yourself space, giving yourself time, um, allows me to kind of reset and then jump back into it. Yeah. I think sometimes when you get like in the middle of it, like I'm a semi-creative person as well. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I'll get into the middle of a project or something and like, I'm so surrounded by it that I can't see which direction I'm going in. And so mm-hmm. if you can, and I'm really bad at this. So like if, if anybody at home is listening and they're like, like, I'm, I'm just stuck, stuck, like from, I, I have the hardest time being, letting myself take a break to move forward. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. And so like, yeah. I'll just, I'll keep wanting to try to like, just push it and push it and push it to the point where mm -hmm. I don't give myself space. And then like, I'm, I'm just hitting a wall over and over. But like you said, yeah. if I can like take some time to go to a coffee shop or go on a walk or have a conversation about something different, that's when like the light bulbs start clicking. And, um, mm -hmm. do you know, uh, Monty Python, those guys? I, yes. Not personally, but yeah, I, I've heard <laughs> yeah, them, yeah. I wish me too. That's a, that's a life life goal. <laughs> Uh, one of the pythons, his name's John Cleese. Uh, he wrote a book, uh, and I think it's just called creativity. And, uh, he mm. talked about how, how important, uh, like giving yourself a mental break is. And he said that like the way your brain works is you're, you're creating all the time. Um, and so if you, if you know, you have something to do, the best thing to do is to kind of like put it on a shelf, um, and then go do something else because your brain's always working and always thinking and it'll start to help connect the dots on those things. And so if you give yourself some space from it, you're like your brain and like, like, you know what you're, you're working on. So you'll see a flower and be like, Oh, a flower would be good or whatever the, the project <laughs> is. So just giving yourself yeah. a little bit of space to be creative really helps too. So, yeah, I never work well with like under, under pressure or with a deadline. And mm -hmm. so, um, it's like, okay, if I have a month or two to get some stuff, together. I will think it out for a little while and then write about it and then think about it and then write about it and just keep coming back to it over and over again. And then eventually you get to a place. And I think that's the hard part. We have to say, okay, it's, 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 it's finished. It's complete. Yeah. Even though most projects you'll never feel like it's finished or complete. You just have to say, okay, this is what it is. And I'm now ready to share it with the world. Um, yeah. So that's, I think that's one of the harder parts too. being a creative is nothing is ever, you never feel like something is good enough or done. Yeah. Um, but you also want to share it. So. All right. So this mm -hmm. is an, another tough one. So again, in a creative space, especially, and, um, and in the kind of work that you do, um, it, it can be easy to tell yourself lies and to, um, I honestly, I think this is a, a universal human problem that sometimes we'll, we'll have uh, an echo playing in our head, a soundtrack playing in our head that isn't, isn't exactly true. Um, but, um, at the same time, we're all human and we all do it. So like, are there lies that you tell yourself and what are you doing to overcome those? Oh, most days I'm, I'm probably yeah. better at lying to myself than I'm telling myself the truth. But so in a lot of the things that I write, it'll come out. Like I will say like, you know, what, you know, don't believe the lies. And those are like, you are a burden. I think that's a big one. And so like I yeah. created stickers that say, you know, you are not a burden. I have writings that are basically titled, you are not a burden. And the whole idea is like, I need to remember that. And if I need to remember that, there's a good chance that somebody else does too. And yeah. then the other one um, that I keep coming back to again and again is that I'm, is that I'm behind. Yeah. Um, and so I recently wrote something titled life is not a race and you are not behind. And that's yeah. something that I need to hold on to most days because I mean, we all, we all move forward differently and in different directions and it's not fair to yourself or even to the things that you want to create to compare yourself to the person next to you. Like it's okay to, to, to learn from them. Like I learned from a lot of other writers and poets and creatives, but it is not okay for me to like compare myself to them because yeah. that just moves me feel like that just draws me further back or further inside myself and away from the things that I actually want to do or accomplish. Um, and so if that's in, the, in, a, in a lot of the things that I write and in my work, like I want people to leave knowing that they are not a burden and knowing that they are not behind. Um, and I think those are two worthwhile things to, to hold on to. Yeah. I think it's cool that you, you take, uh, the things that could be a negative. So the, the things that you're telling yourself that you need to overcome yourself and help people through those with what you do. And so, yeah. um, like uh, the whole burden thing, like I, I feel like that's a kind of universal thing that, uh, mm -hmm. sometimes we can feel like we're too much for different people. And so we don't want to do things. And so the, the fact yeah. that if you can, uh, like number one, like use your gifts, your abilities to help people past things that you're also working through or have worked through that really helps people, uh, further down the line too. Yeah. There's just something about calling it out and naming it together. Yeah. And if, and I don't know, if like some random person on the internet who I am to most people is saying this, like, well, maybe it's true for me as well. You know, yeah. like maybe it's true. Like if this guy's saying that, you know, he feels like a burden, I feel like a burden, but we're, we're talking about it together and saying, Hey, we're not. Maybe that's maybe that's a true the true thing. And I think when we read through scripture too, like it comes out time and time again that, hey, you're not a burden. You're yeah. not. And life is not a race and you were not behind. And it all looks different for everybody else. So I don't know. Just things I keep thinking about. And I and I feel like if yeah. I'm going through it, someone else is going through it as well. 
That's very cool. All right. One last question uh, in the slow round here. And um, man, I'm having so much fun. Thank you for being here, man. I'm going to probably keep telling you that over and over. This is so much fun, dude. Um, Yeah. All right. So we don't even have biscuits. This is amazing. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Next Next time. time, Yeah. Next time. Next time we will definitely have biscuits uh, virtually. Um, (laughs) All right. So what would your best friend say or what would your best friend say are your best qualities? So I hope you got some good friends in your life, but who, what would they say is like, like ultimate Tanner? I, I do. I, I have, I have the best friends. Um, I, I think that they would say that I am, um, I'm, I'm funny because uh, mm-hmm. I usually tend to make a lot of jokes, um, or comments that some can either say are jokes or just a little too much. Um, and that I'm, and that I'm available. Um, yeah. I'm genuine and available. Um, I think that like funny, available and, and genuine. Um, I think, I hope that those, that's what they would say. Uh, yeah. those three things. Um, if they say something else, then I'm sure it's okay. <laughs> they would they would know. <laughs> when you sent the question over, I almost I almost texted a couple of friends and said, "What do you like about me?" But I was like, "I can't. Like that's just not. I'm not gonna do that." So. Is that is that weird? Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and let's text them real quick. Uh, let's call Jimmy. I made up a friend name for you. Um, and see what what he says. Yeah, I think found a friend. <laughs> we'll give you one lifeline right now if you'd like. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, those are all, all good things, man. The, um, I hope so, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, but that's a, and but that kind of goes back to the things too, is like, if that's, those things are true, but sometimes my mind tells me that I would say that I'm too much yeah. or that I, you know, something like something along those lines. And so I think it's, you know, it's important for us. Like it is, you have to, you should ask your friends, like, what am I, what do you like? Like, yeah. What do you like about me? You know? Um, to check in, you know? Yeah. That feels like a weird play, but also it's, it's just being honest. Like I've, I've had the thought too, that, um, like if I go through a season where I'm not being the best me, like I kind of want to check in, like I'll do it with my wife. And then, Mm -hmm. uh, I've thought about doing it with friends too, but like, like where, where am I not the best? And so, um, and, and not to knock myself down or not to knock yourself down, but to just like continue to work towards like what the the best attributes are. And if I'm not, if I'm not showing up the way I'm supposed to, then like to try to start showing up and being the best me, the people, the the version of me that people do love and the version that is great for my wife and my kids and all of the above. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, even in, I mean, I've, I've been to counseling one time, but I went, it's a little different. We'll talk about that story maybe at a different time. But one of the things that the, my counselor said was, Hey, like you should ask your friends, like what, like, who are you? You know, and so you can hear yeah. from other people like who they know you to be that reminds you of who you are as well. Um, and mm-hmm. I, that's that's one of the things that I wish I would have done earlier in life is like to check in with the people who know you the best and say, what do you see in me? What is it yeah. that you like, like, like about me? Because I think sometimes we're so far into our own heads that we just can't see those things. Um, yeah. I wish I would have even done this like when, before I went to college of say, hey, what do you think I'm good at? Or what is, what do you see in me that I, that I like? And I think had I asked that question prior to going to college, my life would look quite different. Um, yeah, but I don't know. It's, 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 that's a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty vulnerable question. And it's also one of those questions that, uh, then in some ways puts your friends on a spot, uh, in yeah. a spot to maybe say something that you don't want to hear or <laughs> that they don't want to say. <laughs> Are you, um, in general, would you consider yourself a pretty introspective person? Um, I think I would say I have moments like that. And then there's other yeah. moments where I'm like, oh, you probably should have been more introspective <laughs> rather than less filtered. It just kind of depends on the amount of coffee, the way that the sun is shining and who I'm talking with. Um, yeah. I think the, the um, older that I have gotten, the more introspective I have become. And I think that part of that is becoming uh, an independent writer in the pandemic as well of just kind of putting me more so in somewhat of isolation and uh, withdrawn from other people, more of this in this space where I kind of watch the world and then write about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say, yeah, it's, it's taken me a little while to get there. Um, But I'm yes. Introspective. (laughs) Yes. Final (laughs) answer. I think so. Yeah. Deal. Uh, Sure. You don't want to phone a friend. The, um, no, I, on the, um, like on the scale of like introspective to has never thought about myself ever. I lean more towards the never thought about myself ever uh, side. Uh, it's just not, not how I, I think mm. about the world. So you can um, go, so you can like leave a conversation and not think about it and just be like, that was great. And then move on to the next thing. 
depends on uh, the way the sun's shining and who I'm talking to and what the conversation <laughs> was about. But um, like what I was getting at was uh, it's been a couple of years ago. Uh, I was, it was after an event and I was talking to some guys and uh, I don't remember, remember how the conversation got started, but they're like, uh, what do you think is the best thing about you? And like, it was kind of this question. And I, I said, you know, I think I'm a good like problem solver for like what we were doing. And they go, Oh no, that's not it at all. And like, they weren't, they weren't belittling what, um, what I, I thought they were like, yeah, you're great at like figuring out how we can do this and that. And, but then they told me yeah. something completely and I was like, huh. And like, it, it took me a long time and a bunch more conversations like that. And actually even conversations like that more recently to like really hone in and, and be like, maybe that that's the truth. Maybe that's who I am. And so mm-hmm. the, um, the, the figuring out those things, it, it's not even always easy. It's like, cause I've, I've got my perception of myself. Something that kind of messed <laughs> up recently was, uh, some quote saying like, uh, no one in the world sees you the way you see you. You're the only person in the world who has your perspective on you. And that was like a, what? Like, no. <laughs> ah! yeah. And so I hope, well, I, hope I, well, I hope they like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, sometimes yeah, I've got, yeah. I've got main character energy. And so <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm the center yeah. of the story. And a, Maybe I'm not. And other times I'm like sitting on left on the left bench and I'm just like, I'm not even in the game at all. Yeah. You know? It's, it's hard. It's hard, but you need those people around you to kind of check yourself and to help you like, you know, take that next step forward into, uh, maybe not be the person that you think you should be. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. Tanner, you're the best. Um, all right. So this is a question we're asking everybody on the podcast and, um, it can be as deep as you want it to be. It could be, uh, as big as, uh, learning about the cosmos and as small as, uh, learning how to, uh, karate chop, uh, better so that you can break boards. But, um, what's something you're learning right now? Uh, <laughs> my first, my instinct, uh, was to say patience. Um, yeah. but I think, uh, you went to a, a Christian university, right? Yeah. And like grew up in youth group. Um, I can remember, you know, we would get into these prayer circles and it'd be like 30 people in a prayer circle and be like, all right, let's all say something that we're praying for. My go-to answer was always like patience. And most of the time it was just like patience to make it through this 30 minute prayer that was like, gonna, you know, everyone was like <laughs> echoing and circling back. Right. But uh, patience is, is really one of those things. And that kind of goes back to, you know, life is not a race and you are not behind. Right. Yeah. And so I am trying to be, um, patient with, with where I am at or where God has me and, and my wife in life right now, where my career is, um, and to be patient, but also to, to be faithful to it as well, um, yeah. to be faithful to the patients and to be faithful to the things that I truly do believe that, that God has invited me to do. And I think those like being patient and being faithful are two things that I feel like I am learning over and over. If it's not once a day, it's five times a day. Um, yeah. and it's, so this, it's this whole idea, this belief of, uh, slowing down and leaning in and holding fast to like the things that God has, uh, invited us into. Um, yeah. and those can be, I mean, those are, those are heavy things at times and other times it's like, no, this is where we're supposed to be. This is what we're supposed to be going through. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. even like back to your, uh, you're not behind like the whole thing of like enjoying where you're at in a moment too. Like that's, that's kind of huge. Like, and that's, that's patience in itself. Like, like I'm going to be patient enough to not like trying to rush towards what I, I think I'm supposed to be at, but like to enjoy where I'm at and, mm-hmm. um, I'm not behind so I can, I can be here for a second. So. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it is hard to believe those things when you feel like you are being lapped yeah. by other people, you know, like as a, as a writer, it's like, I just put out my whatever book and I'm like, ah, I don't even have an idea for my next one, you know? And it's like that, but then, but it's, I think there's also like, one of the things I, I should say as well is like, I'm learning how to celebrate, right. Yeah. To celebrate and to, you know, to be thankful for, for what, for what it has happened for where, for where you are at. Um, and to not say things like, Oh, it could be worse. Like, I just don't believe in that's a good sentence to say, but like to like celebrate, like this is what it is and this is a yeah. good thing. Um, and so I'm going to give thanks to God for those things. And then I'm going to rest in that as well. And then breathe. Yeah. I like it. That's a great answer, man. Yeah. Um, I really thought it was going to be karate chopping something, but uh, we'll get them next time. So. No, not, not, not too big into the physical energy. So I'm right, yeah, not time. a big fighter. Yeah. <laughs> He's a lover of biscuits, not a fighter. All right. Uh, this is Correct. the last round and uh, it is the common ground round. It's where I try to figure out if maybe you and me 
are a little bit alike. And so, um, uh, do you got some paper and some uh, a marker here with you? Oh, look at look at look at this. This is yeah, working ready. out well for everybody. I follow, I follow instructions. <laughs> it's fantastic. All right. So um, this first one is um, I think I think I'm, I know what you're going to say. Uh, I'm not positive. We'll see what happens, though. All right. In your day to day life, um, would you rather be casual or dressed up? So I'm talking like business suits and stuff. Or would you rather go business? Uh, would you rather be dressed up or casual? And I'm going to go ahead and pre-apologize for my handwriting. You ready to go? With it? He is writing way more than I thought was physically possible. Ready? This answer. Here we go. Three, two, one. I put casual. You put. I have, I have on sweatpants, on sweatpants right, right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I've always been a, uh, a casual kind of kind of guy. Is that the same yeah. boat for you? Oh, I the. <laughs> Do not like getting dressed up. I just, yeah. it doesn't, doesn't go well. Like my biggest fear is having to get a job where I have to wear a tie. Like Oof. it's just, I, I don't even like going to events where it's like, oh, it's, you have to wear, you have to get dressed up. Like, well, what about like sweatpants? Like, can we just do that? Like, <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> that The exact same way. Like when I know I'm going to a wedding or something where I'm going to be in a, uh, like, it's just, it feels stuffy to me. Like I can't move. Um, yeah, it's not great. Nothing ever fits right. They just no. doesn't like it. I, I have moved on from, uh, I have found p- pants that are more like stretchy, but they look like they're real pants. Uh, <laughs> and they're, they're great. Um, uh, and I'm excited. Uh, black Friday's coming up. So I'm like, for sure going to buy more. Obviously I oh, had yeah. to get a size bigger because pandemic and biscuits, uh, yeah, but I'm totally life. okay with it. I have to, I have to, uh, no the, one else is um, going to do it for me. Oh, so, okay. So in uh, like getting to know like your internet persona, you also like you have written to speak and then, uh, you have a, like a small clothing line and it is yeah, just all yeah. comfy stuff. And I'm like, I, I want all oh, of yeah. this stuff. So yes, if you get it's a, never an order be, from Lakeland, it's you're me. Never, deal. It's never going to be anything like, here's a, you know, uh, like a collar shirt. I'm not, I'm not, do- <laughs> no bow tie no, in high school. I worked at steak and shake. Ooh. I don't want to brag. Is it okay to brag on the podcast? Please do. I, okay, actually, I spent a little uh, time working. Uh, this episode is actually promoted by Steak and Shake uh, for all of your small burger and skinny fry needs. Come to Steak and Shake. I'm sorry, what were you yes. saying? But no, I worked there, and so I had to wear a bow tie every day to work. And Oof. not not only was the job just terrible, because it was my job to make the milkshakes. Yeah. And I mean, like, it was actually work. Like, there's, there's a lot of scooping. So much was, scooping. I don't need to, you know, I don't need to get sympathy from your listeners, but, uh, I was also 17 years old, so it's fine. Um, but I was, I was like in a, in a bow tie. I was like, I'm making milkshakes. Like, yeah, does that really need to happen? It's a uh, dress for the job you yeah. want, not the job you have situation there, I guess. I, and I did not want the job. So. No. <laughs> um, my favorite bow tie story is, uh, my, uh, I was in a wedding uh, with, uh, a guy and, um, all of the groomsmen were wearing regular ties, I believe, or maybe they were like clip on bow tie ties. It's, it's been a little mm-hmm. while. Uh, they're still married and it's fantastic. Um, but he bought himself a, like an actual bow tie, bow tie, bow tie. And so it's mm-hmm. like, it's 30 minutes before we're supposed to like walk down the aisle and like get this guy married off. And like, he's mm-hmm. having like this panic moment where we're trying to figure out how to get a bow tie on him. And like, we're watching YouTube and um, like it, it was the worst. And so finally I had like the idea clicked that the lady who is the photographer, her husband, uh, most often, like if he's in a a dress situation, he's wearing a bow tie. And I called him. I was like, dude, I need you to save the day here. He's like, I'll be there in five minutes and came tied this guy's (laughs) bow tie and he got married. So congratulations to everyone there. So I think the thing about people who wear bow ties is they're just like silently telling you, like, I know how to do hard things. Yeah. And I don't ever put on that vibe. Like that guy is like, he's, he looks like he's going to take the most comfortable route and then sit on the couch for a couple hours. Like that's what I'm doing. The, uh, the only other time I've ever worn a bow tie was in another wedding and it was, uh, my friends were getting married and my buddy tied my bow tie for me. It was an actual bow tie. And he, um, and I don't know if he did it right, but cause in all the pictures it's like completely lopsided <laughs> and it's like poking into my, my throat and stuff. It wasn't a great situation, but 
Again, yeah. they're married. I would say he did it wrong. Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on. No more uh, dressy casual conversation here. All right. Uh, when it comes to chocolate beverages, are you going hot chocolate or chocolate milk? All right. You ready? Here we go. Yes. Three, two, one. I went hot. Cho- I mean, I went chocolate milk. You went. You just put, oh, yeah, you put chocolate milk. There you go. Look at us. No, yeah, We're yeah. two for two right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not a big hot chocolate kind of guy. I do like I do like chocolate milk. And my favorite thing about chocolate milk is there are those commercials where it's like after you work out, which you usually don't. But like you should have chocolate milk. Like, All right. Any excuse for that? Like I'll do I'll do a couple of push ups and go have a big yeah. thing of chocolate milk. Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember being uh, that was a freeing moment for me as well when somebody was like, yeah, actually chocolate milk's good for you when you work out. So, uh, yeah, I just work out for the chocolate milk now. So get yeah. off you. <laughs> it's a prize. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> this one is a tough one. Uh, this one is one that I hate for myself. Um, would you rather uh, be sticky or smelly? <laughs> I don't know why I, uh, I I wrote this one and I hate it for myself too. And you are not allowed to write neither. Oh man, I am struggling. Sticky or smelly, sticky or smelly. It's uh, a good question. Here we go. Three, two, one. I went smelly. Which way did you go? I went sticky. Sticky. Oh, okay. What's, uh, what's your reasoning here's there? Why. Here's why. If I'm smelly, it's everyone else's problem. If I'm sticky, <laughs> it's just my problem. So like I'm doing that. I'm, love God and love people. That's the way that I'm going to go about it. I'm choosing to be sticky and, uh, I don't let, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go sticky. Why'd you go smelly? Um, you, uh, did I go smelly? I, I don't know. I hate both of them. Like I hate yes. like that, like a tactile feeling of being sticky. Um, yep. And you, you live in Florida. So you spend like nine months being somewhat both like it's more like 11 from, months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm not even talking about that kind of sticky. I'm talking about like, um, you get like some slime or something on your hands or like, yeah. um, yeah. if you're like closing a bunch of envelopes, you get that glue on your fingers. Ew, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm not a fan of that. Um, also I've got two little boys, so like snot and stuff. I, it, uh, it's just not my favorite. And so, um, yeah, I, I just, I picked the lesser of two evils for myself on that yeah. one. So, there's not a, there's not a right answer. No, so. none, none of these are right <laughs> answers. All right. So this one is a, uh, a social uh, commentary one. And I just wanted to see what you're going to say. All right. Uh, if you're in a conversation or you're uh, just passing somebody on the street and they say something to you and you don't understand it, are you going to ask them to repeat it or just smile and nod? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, you ready? Here we go. Three, two, one. I wrote smile and nod. You wrote oh yeah, man. Smile, smile and nod. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of the. It's, I think it's how I've gotten this far in my life is by smiling and nodding. Oh yeah. Now th- I will say there are times if somebody says something, I will be like, uh, I will say something because I am not usually not afraid to say something, but most of the sure. times be like, all right, okay, because I, I don't want to open up that can of whatever it is. Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, again, me and my yes. wife, this actually just happened to me recently and it, it drove my wife crazy, but, uh, there was a, uh, we were in New York city and walking and there was a large mm-hmm. group of people waiting outside of a store, uh, which wasn't very common. And so we were like, I, I just asked him, I was like, what's, what's going on in here? And he said, and I was like, okay, thanks. And just kept walking. Yeah. And she, she yeah. my wife goes, well, what was that? And I was like, oh, I have no idea what he said. Um, yeah. and I like, I just didn't want to have like him repeat over and over and over what the, the mm-hmm. thing was. And, um, so she, she's like, does that not drive you crazy? And I was like, honestly, it really doesn't for this one. Like it, this, this information is not important to my life. And so yep. I'm just going to just smile and go on with it. Uh, but she, I feel, I feel the same way. Yep. She took it as an affront and like spent the next five minutes Googling whatever that was. And, uh, if you want to know, it was a pop-up store, um, where they were selling discounted clothing or something. So, uh, now we oh. all know. So yeah. <laughs> Great. Cool. So something really awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was definitely worth Googling. Um, all right. Last yeah. one is this, we are in Christmas season. We just passed Thanksgiving. Um, how was your Thanksgiving? Hopefully it was fantastic. Gotta love Thanksgiving. Wonderful. Yeah. Yes. Um, it. it's one great. <laughs> all right. So we were at Christmas time and at Christmas time, uh, it's got a little bit of a uh, divide on what you have for Christmas dinner. Are you going Christmas Turkey or Christmas ham? And this one is easy for me. 
Here we go. Three, two, one. I went Christmas turkey. You went Christmas ham. What are you doing, man? I am tired of turkey. I think it's the just. <laughs> here's what I really want. <laughs> I want fried chicken. I don't Do want it. turkey. I don't want ham. I don't want lamb. I want fried chicken. Okay. Like, why? I just that's what I, I enjoy it. But everyone's like, oh, but it's it's a holiday. We should have turkey. Be like, I don't think so. Like they're doing fine. We don't need to bring them into this. Uh, I'm going to throw this out there and maybe this will change it for you. Have you had at Cracker Barrel the uh, deep fried turkey? Um, I have not been to Cracker Barrel in quite a bit, but it sounds like I need to go. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is God speaking to you. If you ever were listening for God's <laughs> voice, the um, the deep fried turkey is so good. I don't know why we didn't think of this before, but uh, the science is now available. We can do it. So it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it probably makes, I mean, fried things make everything better. It yeah. seems like. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I think after Thanksgiving, I'm just kind of already tired of Turkey and there's, I've never had a day where I've been like, and I don't know if this, maybe this has happened for other people, but I've never been like, you know what I'm craving? Turkey. Like there's just no part of me. That's like, Ooh, Turkey sounds good. Turkey has never sounded good to me. That was me that, judging you. I love turkey. So like, okay, you, this is, you can have it, man. It's like, the thing is this, it's like a twice a year meal. Like again, like outside of these two days, you're not getting a, a turkey meal. And so let me, let me have my two days. So, um, I'm showing up for the sides. I'm showing up for the sides. All so. of the above. Yeah. Give it to me. Yes. Uh, that's what I yep. want. <laughs> All right. So Tanner, thank you again so, so much for, for being here and being on the podcast. Um, if there's people that like, they're just meeting you today and they want to get to follow you, um, and maybe get to read some of your poetry or get to know you a little bit better. What's the best way for them to, to find your information? Yeah. If you go to written to speak.com, uh, you'll find out all about me and links to my, my books, uh, my shop and Instagram, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. And if you're just on Instagram or Facebook, try to type in written to speak, um, or Tanner Olson, uh, O L S O N not like the Olson twins. And, uh, I'll mm. pop up. you really missed yeah. out on that. Um, the, <laughs> you know, I really did. I really did. <laughs> Is it written, uh, just to make sure, it, uh, we're all on the same page and everybody finds you. Is it written T O speak or written the number two speak? T-O. There you like go. <laughs> like Tanner Olson. Yeah. Ooh. See, there it is. Ooh. Just knock that in there. There it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ten, years, a... ten years later, I'm putting it together. <laughs> That's fantastic. Tanner, thank you so, so much again for being here. <laughs> yeah, this, this was, was fantastic. And uh, mm-hmm. you know what? Actually, next week, our special surprise guests are the Olsen twins. It's fantastic. It's really working out for us. Hey, my sisters. <laughs> the, um, awesome. Man. Good talking to you. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And for everybody listening, have a great and fantastic week. We'll see you next week.